This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host here, and I'm here with David Witt. David Witt uh, and I have taken a, well, little break, a couple of months off, and, um, uh, you know, have been taking care of some other things, And but we're glad to be back here in 2023. So, David, Happy New Year, and welcome back to At Risk Radio. Likewise, Mark. It is good to be back with you i missed you and it Thank is you. a good new year 2023 and boy the lord's working so many ways i'm looking you know it was nice taking the break mark because it was a time for me to pray and just think about mm-hmm. all that god certainly done for us but where we're going and really refreshment to even do more podcasts and hopefully inspire people and the global witness what god's doing and and leadership and maturity in Christ. Well, I think we've been hearing from our listeners that they really enjoy being kept up to date and to hear some of our guests uh, come on, to be able to hear you know, firsthand from guys like Pastor Singh and Russell. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that's been really helpful in this last year as the, those guys have been able to get on and we're not just telling you about what they're doing, but they're actually able to communicate with us about what's going on there mm-hmm. you know, on the front lines of the field. Uh, David, let me ask you this. I mean, 2023, it's a new year. I know you've had some time to pray and to really seek the Lord mm-hmm. for a vision for this new year. So tell us a little bit about what the Lord's been laying on your heart for SOM International for 2023. Yeah, you know, for many years, Mark, the passion and focus that God's given me is to really look at the big picture globally, what God's doing with specific mm-hmm. focus, obviously, in the persecuted and unreached areas of the world. I mean, that's kind of my, where I look on the news, my focus on a regular basis. And I just since talking to our directors, talking to mature believers everywhere, there's two things that really are impacting me right now is, one is just the urgency that we've been feeling the last few years, but with uptick, even greater urgency, sensing that we're in difficult days. It's it's not getting better. It's getting worse. I I think we're all feeling that. At the same time, there's a hope that I think stirring in many believers that God's moving and moving for those who really Mm. want to move more in his kingdom, want to move in maturity of Christ and a clean heart and be an effective witness. Um, advocate in these latter days. And that's where our heart is. And we've been able to network right. with, as you and I know, I mean, amazing leaders right. who are bringing transformation to regions of the world, uh, literally millions uh, impacted ultimately. And so that's why we do this podcast to talk about that. And so I talked to my staff this last week. I said, pray about you know your part because every believer has a part. You know, we're all gifted, right? That God has gifted us, equipped us for works of good service. Right. And then, and specifically, then I talked about what it goes into. Second of all, is just the multiplication aspect because God, you know, God's grace command, it gives him delight to worship him is to make disciples. And that's what, you know, gets so much of our heartbeat is, is discipleship making around the world, but also empowering, encouraging the church in America, too. I mean, we're international, which includes. United States, and we want to embolden the witness of Christ in America, the church here. Uh, and, and so one of the things that I encourage our staff to think about is everything you do, think about, can I get somebody else involved working with me so that they could join in this global work? 
and think about the things that only you could do and try to find disciple someone else in the things you don't have to do. And that's multiplication. Well, David, let, let me just unpack a couple of those things uh, real quick. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a number of things that you're seeing. And uh, so I just want to ask you a few questions before you move on too much mm -hmm. further. You're saying you're seeing there's an urgency in these. They seem to be the last days. They're urgent days. They're difficult mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. uh, you're seeing a up, an uptick in corruption and in calamity and the needs mm -hmm. of God's people. Um, like, elaborate on that a little bit. How are you, first of all, seeing an increase there versus what you saw five years ago or 10 years ago? I mean, yeah. It seems like there's always trouble in the world, but yeah. how is it increasing right now? Yeah, great question. Uh, well, so for instance, let's get some of the, the high bar issues, which a massive amount of people, 1.4 billion in China. And China is persecuting like, never in recent history. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I know personally 90, probably 95% of all workers who I knew were in China in the past are not, not there anymore. Oh, really? We, there's, there's lacking even communication with a lot of the church in China now because they've shut down t literally not just thousands, but tens of thousands of churches. They've even gone after the official church, what they didn't in the past. Oh, wow. Thousands of believers in, in prison uh, with the Uyghur situation, which are actually mostly Muslim background believers. There's genocide going on there. Wow. And because they're uh, a state of uh, massive control and because many of the believers have had to literally chuck their, their cell phone because they can listen in, they can track so many of the house church leaders can't even have a cell phone now, Mark. So you can imagine just the communication disruption wow. outside of China, let alone right. within. So it, China's just become such a, it's a big burden to carry to, to see what the church is going through there. And yet we see a huge, courageous response from the leaders there that they just feel like God's using this to strengthen the church again, to test it, and for them to get back to just winning souls. They felt like the Chinese church had gotten really kind of a little bit lazy and, and, mm -hmm. and comfortable. Um, so the Chinese leaders that I've read are, are courageous in their response. Um, India, which we have a deep, you know, investment in India. We, India is, is not get, it's getting worse. It, it's the 10th highest persecuted nation, uh, right. according to open doors. Right, right, right. Uh, we have, you know, weekly, daily, there's persecution reports there. Uh, you know, and they, and, and we've had, you know, martyrs of our own, you know, three specific house church planters, of course, uh, martyred in the past, but there, we got more and more threats. We had a few hundred had to just get just displaced this last year in 2022. And now we're coming to 2023. They're hearing more and more threats. Um, you know, prime minister Modi and the BJ, uh, party is, is entrenched. Um, uh, they're not going anywhere soon. India's spoken on that. There's a real nationalism going on. Yeah. World Vision, they just came against. This is millions of dollars that just this in the last couple of months. Oh, really? Shutting World Vision down just because it's not a Hindu organization. They've shut down nearly 20,000 organizations, freezing their money. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And, and so you, right between China and, and India now, we're looking at, you know, uh, over two, you know, 2.8, 2.7 billion. Uh, people. Wow. Uh, yeah. So people. that's just a massive crutch there. You look at Africa and the up, you still the ongoing fundamentalism there of Islam, slaughtering believers in Nigeria, just constantly believers are being killed there, uh, their houses, their homes, and their churches being uh, burnt down. Uh, you know, on and on. We could name a, a bunch of nations there in the conflict zone. 
in in Africa. And so that's that's the that's the illustration of why I say it's getting bad. We can go around the world though, even in Europe, in you know, on the, the conflict, the difficulties. Yeah. And and Christians who are really taking their faith serious. Obviously there's threats out there, but the hope is Mark is this. There's a response on the other side. I hear more and more believers seeing the days we're living in and understand what to do that they want to be serious about the kingdom work. So yeah, um, turn that over to you then. Yeah, so David, we got to run to a break and I want to talk about that when we get on the other side of this break, okay? So when we get back, we're going to talk about the hope that's stirring in the persecuted church right now and what we see the Lord doing. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. He was just sharing in our first segment how there is an increase, an uptick in persecution, especially in places like China and India, but we're seeing that also in Africa and South America and really all around the world. And But David, you said at the same time that hope is stirring in what God is doing. You just wrote a book about uh, the incredible work that God is doing in India. So can you elaborate a little bit on that, about how you see God working in the midst of this uh, uptick in persecution that's happening? Yeah, I'm glad we're picking up on that, Mark, because I think it's so important that people not just see the corruption, because we don't want to keep our focus there. That's what the enemy's doing. That's what mankind's sure. doing. But what's more exciting, and I think in a greater measure, is what the Lord is doing and using this all for the culmination of his righteousness and his people. So like right. never in my lifetime, I am seeing a segment, and it's a, it's a remnant, uh, but it's a it's a growing remnant of believers who want to make a difference, who, you know, retired people who tell me they want to live their life out intentionally in these latter days right. for the kingdom of God, using their resources, using their talent, talents. Young people saying they want to get skills, uh, education, everything that and, and as quickly as possible to get involved in changing lives, building relationships. And ultimately, I, I hear everybody time using the word even kingdom of God, maturity as, you know, children of God, as sons and daughters of God. And I like this yeah. verbiage. I, I think it's exciting. It's encouraging that people are more and more seeing that God's design in the word of God and in the Holy Spirit is to make us more think like God, to act like God, and we'll be in the fruit of that. Of course, is love that we talk about all the time. And that, and the Lord yeah. shows that His fruit, the fruit of the end, right, is He's coming back for a spotless and blameless bride. Uh, we know the latter days are even better than the beginning days. Jesus even said those amazing words. He said, "You will do even more than I have done." Right. Uh, you know, how do you do more than Jesus? Kind of thing. Uh, it's almost a mystery except in the beauty is the multiplication of his maturity. We can certainly see a quantity happening around the world, every nation 
um, every country and every region. I know one of the things that's uh, at the heart of what SOM is all about mm-hmm. is it's it's in the going, right? They mm-hmm. go and make disciples, but it's also mm-hmm. in the discipleship. So mm-hmm. it's it's in both. And you talked up front about how you know your passion is to. Um, really go and make disciples to empower believers mm-hmm. and uh, you've written extensively about this but 2023 uh, elaborate on that a little bit more what mm-hmm. are you doing with discipleship ministries how mm-hmm. are you empowering believers both here domestically and globally mm-hmm. uh, to continue the work of the ministry yeah and so that now thank you for that segue because that is now seen in this increase in focus is is in the work i mean one is you're referring to the book I wrote, God's Global Grace Movement, and I encourage yeah. people to get that if they haven't re- read that because that talks about all those key components and principles of what God is doing in a global revival of His grace be poured out on the church. Um, and, and specifically, too, it's, and what we're going to get into in some more episodes, I know you and I, as we're going to talk yeah. about just our global directors were together in, in Israel. And it was a leadership tour with some strategic partners. It was a bonding time with all of us. And we were incited, encouraged for working together, what God is doing. And specifically, like we start in Latin America, how at the end of the year, uh, Mark, um, just funds poured out, uh, you know, partners came out of the woodwork and gave us very generous offerings. And we were able to turn that into Bibles. Um, you know, specifically more Bibles. We just had just last week truckloads of of one of the tribes down in in, um, Venezuela, Uh, 15,000 Bibles going. And that tribe is about 100,000. And we had gotten 20,000 Bibles to them a year before. They they distributed out to all the leaders, Christian families. And they said, we want and feel like it's necessary in a time to get a Bible for every family, whether they know the Lord or not, for God's blessing. And, and for revival all the way through Venezuela, they feel like they're going to be a part of that. And so we were able to fulfill that because it was in the heart of a very generous uh, partner, a few partners. Um, and, and then we're getting Spanish Bibles there. And and so the Bibles are just pouring in, in, in a need there. And that couldn't happen unless people were really serious about saying, you know what? God's given me this wealth. God's given me these talents. I'm going to use it for his glory. And, and so that's turning into resources for spirit of martyrdom. You know, we're, we've talked about this before, but there's everything we do is sort of around the word of God in three different ways. The printed word, which is what I just talked about what we're doing there in, mm-hmm. in Latin America, the audio uh, word of God, uh, which is radios uh, and MP3 players. And so we're doing that with more and more radios in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Colombia, in other places in Latin America, specifically, we're really targeting Mexico. There are radio stations throughout this uh, Sierra Madres there into those unreached tribal people in their local languages. And then we're using MP3 players uh, and podcasts are happening now in Africa and Asia. And we're looking at more and more opportunity there. And then last of all, we th- feel like maybe most important is our incarnational word, which is equipping um, the church planters and mature disciples to go and disciple, especially where, you know, where they, they're illiterate and don't know that, uh, don't get, you know, can't, and maybe don't even have the internet and can't tune in and get the word of God different ways, audio wise. Well, they bring, we bring it with the person. That's what Jesus said is go preach and Mm -hmm. make disciples. And and so that's, and so we see increase of that. And and we just, now we're at 26 different uh, schools in, um, in, in uh, India Church planning schools. We seven in in North Africa. 
um, you know, empowering the uh, believers there. So there's just increase across the board uh, because we have all these people coming and saying, hey, I want to be involved. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is just simply we see the, the word of God being fulfilled here, Mark. Yeah. And I think that one of the things about SOM, I've been around SOM for a a lot of years now. And one thing I consistently see is that when people give to SOM, it it doesn't get hung up in administration. Um, It gets out to the field, to the people who who need it. I'm encouraged. I know the one thing that uh, has been a a big driving passion for at-risk radio has been to get those Bibles out to Venezuela. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, almost every break we talk about how there are people that are trying to plant churches, but sometimes the people in the pews don't have a Bible. Sometimes we're having trouble getting even the pastor a Bible, and that's unacceptable. I mean, if people want to want to be uh, you know, disciple, they need Bibles. And so, uh, so we've been working really hard to try to get them the Bibles they need. And I'm encouraged to hear that, that, that is, uh, that that's working to hear that 15,000 more went out and we're well on our way towards the 3 million that they need in Venezuela right now. Yeah. Four, 420,000 right now to Venezuela. That's, that's incredible that that many have gone out. Yeah. Well, Hey, if you want to get involved in the church at risk, this is the platform. SOM is all about supporting those who are risking much for Jesus. If you want to hear about what's going on at the Church at Risk, you want to subscribe to SOM's newsletter, uh, you can sign up for that either at their website, spiritofmartyrdom.com, or at our website, which is atriskradio.com. And if you're interested in David's book, that's also for sale over at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Hey, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.